Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Welcome to another episode of the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg in the Gross Point office. And this week, I am with Alexa Kane from the Dexter office. Welcome, Alexa. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be back. Yes. Well, Alexa is a certified financial planner and another advisor here. We are going to be talking about net worth and how we can increase our net worth. This topic is something that comes up all the time with our clients. And in our process, when we work with our clients at Pearl Planning, one of the first things we do is a net worth statement. So do we want to start with that, Alexa, and kind of cover uh, what that is? Yeah. So the net worth is super important because it gives you a, a snapshot of where you are. And with all of our clients, like you said, when they come on board, we do a net worth statement. And then as we grow our relationship, we like to take a look every year and see what what progress was made over the year. Because a lot of times, you know, you're day to day, you're doing the right things, but you can't really see the progress that's been made. But when you look, you know, a year out, it's quite a, a difference with with that. So I guess, first of all, for people that don't know how to calculate your net worth. Um, the The basic is you take your all of your assets, you add those up, and then you subtract your liabilities from that, and that gives you your net worth. I think so often people hear the term net worth and don't know, you know, what it involves, or think that it's something um, super complicated, and it can get complicated. Uh, when you have a lot of assets or a lot of liabilities, but at the end of the day, I liken it to, you know, getting on the scale and really seeing where you're at. And sometimes people are scared to do that because they don't know where they stand. But really when we're working with someone for that long-term wanting to make progress on their financial picture, it's so important to really see where you stand so we can make sure that you're improving, right? As we work together, that's the overall goal (laughs) in working together is to improve that number. So Let's kind of talk about how we improve that number over time or ways to improve that. You know, you mentioned the scale and I think kind of back to the analogy, um, a lot of people, you know, go on crash diets and try and make these extreme changes in their eating or exercising. And, you know, for most of us, when we, (laughs) we go through that, it, it just, it doesn't work. And it's, you're setting yourself up for failure. So same thing with your finances. We could, you know, tell you every day, pay off all your debt, max out your 401k, all these things. But really the the best way is to make small changes that will help you over the long term. So eventually, yes, it would be wonderful if you can max out your retirement plan or your 401k, but 
when we're thinking for the long term, maybe it's increasing by one or two percent this year, or you get a raise, automatically take that extra money and just put it towards your retirement. Because when we look back one year, five years, those small adjustments are going to have a a big impact on your long-term net worth. So increasing on that side of the balance sheet, you want to add to your assets side. And one way to do that is when you um, get a raise or, you know, I guess I should say a painless way to do that. Because if you're getting a raise, but you're spending it, then it's really not adding to that balance sheet on either side. So if you're not getting a raise and you're spending more, that's adding to the liability if you're doing it in the form of debt. And then if you're getting a raise, but you're not adding it to the asset side as far as adding it to either a retirement account or savings account or adding it to a non-qualified investment account, then it's not adding up on that asset side. So you're really not increasing that overall net worth. Correct. Yeah. And you you mentioned the, the savings account and we do, you know, strongly believe in having your emergency fund. So six months to a year in cash that is available if something happens. But once you have a a comfortable amount in your emergency fund, it's really important to get the money working for you because if it's just sitting in cash, the the way the the markets and the interest rates are right now, you're not getting rewarded having it in a CD and it's just leaving it in cash, it's not growing for you. Whereas taking advantage of the markets and the growth we see there, that's a huge way to increase your net worth over the long term. There's ups and downs in the markets, but what we know is over the long term, it's going to make you money if you can stay invested there. And now on the other side of the balance sheet too, um, some opportunities to increase that net worth would be, I think you touched on it, on the paying down of the liability side as well. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the the liabilities. So I think most people have heard all the, the different schools of paying down debt. So you can start with the highest interest rate and get those knocked out first, or you can start with the lowest balance and then start taking the money that you were using to pay that and add it to the next lowest balance and just kind of chip away at your your debts and get them off the balance sheet. And with rates so low, um, not necessarily getting uh, like a mortgage off the balance sheet, but making sure that you have refinanced at these low interest rates for your mortgage. Yeah, that's that's huge right now. I mean, if you haven't and you're able to, we can link the blog about refinancing because it can have a really big impact on your overall success. You know, it can lower your monthly payments and then that can free up your cash flows to either pay down other debts or start saving towards retirement. Yeah, I'll definitely link that in the show notes. That was one of my favorite blogs that you wrote. So <laughs> sometimes, I, you know, we think that everybody has heard because it feels like a broken record when we're meeting with people to tell people to look at refinancing. But I do still see people who, you know, newer clients that come in and their their mortgage rates are quite high and they're planning on staying in their house for a longer period of time. Or maybe they even want to look at refinancing into a 15-year from a 30-year or something like that. So um, definitely something that you want to look at. Yeah, there's 
a lot of options there. The other one, um, we just did it with my husband was uh, his student loans. They were at a really high rate and we refinanced those to a, a much lower rate. And it's a, a huge savings on yeah. that as well. So looking at all of your debt as a whole and seeing how best way to tackle it. So if it's consolidating into one, if you're in a situation where there's credit card debt, those rates get super high. And that's a, a deeper conversation on how to not get more credit card debt. But also, you know, there's short term things that can be done to kind of tackle that problem head on if it's moving the balance to a 0% and having a, a really extreme pay down of the credit card debt because 19, you know, 20% interest on those can really just snowball the the opposite way. And it's, that's one of those where you do have a, you know, a crash diet and get, <laughs> get things figured out. And then, you know, once that's taken care of taking the breath and then getting back on track, but it's, you know, short-term stuff that can help you a lot down the long term. A lot of people's home values here, especially in Michigan, have gone up in recent years. So that's something um, that would be on the asset side, right? Equity in your house. Is that looked at on the, that's on the positive side that helps increase your net worth? <laughs> it does. Yes. And we do, um, typically people are just providing us with Zillow values, but we're always aware of what that increased value is of of the home and but there are you know your your vehicles if you have collectibles people put money into things um, that are not you know investment accounts that still do have they have value and most vehicles unless they're collectibles those values unfortunately are are kind of going down over the years but they all kind of come into play because we will have to replace those vehicles and, you know, you'll add a, a vehicle to the asset side and the, the auto loan to the liabilities kind of in conjunction with each other. And I know, you know, we mentioned at Pro Planning, we look at that at least annually for our clients and what their um, balance sheet looks like and look at their net worth in our annual reviews. But for people that may be listening that aren't currently working with us, how often do you recommend that people look at that? I yeah, I think once a year is definitely the the minimum. Definitely I do mine every month. Um, <laughs> I keep a, a much closer eye than than a lot of people. But there are so many apps and programs out there that it's it's easy to to do a check in. You know, if it is once a month or every six months, just to to make sure you're keeping on top of everything. There are, you know, if the market goes down, that does impact your assets. So it's also just being aware that momentary, a momentary, you know, dip in the market is not a sign of how you are doing as a, an investor or as someone who's monitoring their net worth. It's, it does go up and down, but if you keep doing the right things over the longer term, when you step back, it does have the the positive impact. I think that's important to mention. So some things are, as far as your net worth, 
are a reflection of things that you do as far as saving or spending. And then some things are dependent on the market. And we've had a really good market. But when the market does have a pullback, your net worth will go down. And that is to be expected. So it is not necessarily something that you are doing wrong. If that number goes down, that's um, market fluctuations from time to time and not to get discouraged. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a long game. You know, there's lots of years to to have this. And thing just to to point out is that we should not be comparing what we have to what other people have because we're all at different spots in our lives and what you have doesn't matter relative to other people. Everything you see online, but everybody's situation is unique. It all it depends when you retire, it depends how much you have, but it also depends how much you're going to spend. It's not a one set number for every single situation. So don't worry about what you see online or what other people are doing. It really is such a unique thing to you. And if you're making the the right steps, it, it will pay off down the road. And we all have different goals and priorities. So don't stress. <laughs> don't stress. I like that. No, I think that's great advice because I see that there's a lot of, I think they call it like clickbait online where it's like, is your net mm-hmm. worth where it should be? And it's such an individualized thing. I think it's something where, again, we focus on improving every year your own individual based on your goals and where you were last year. So really just focusing, staying in your lane and focusing on improving your situation versus looking at like, where, where should I be based on where this internet app or whatever tells me I should be. So any closing thoughts or last piece of advice here on net worth? Not specific to net worth, but just talked with a friend over the weekend and she was asking you know, about what I do and like, oh, I, I would love to work with an advisor, but I don't want them to tell me I can't go out to eat or that I can't have my coffee or, you know, do all these things. And I, <laughs> I just want to, we are not here to, to judge you or shame you about what you do and how you live your life. We want to just help you improve it. I love my coffee every day. We, we all like to shop. We're not, <laughs> Yes, we're not we all have our to, things. <laughs> we're not, we don't want to limit you or change who you are and what you value. We want to optimize the future for you. So it's not taking away from your current life. It's just adding to your future. Oh, I like that. <laughs> we're optimizing and really, I think, helping people give clarity to what's important to them. And prioritizing. We're not telling you can't have your coffee today, but (laughs) (laughs) if coffee today or J. Crew or whatever it is that you spend your money on today is important, just how much of it you can have today and still have that same coffee plus whatever is important to you in the future, right? We want, yeah, we want to make sure you can still get your coffee when you're retired. I like that. That's a good tidbit because I do feel so often that people think we're going to judge. And I do get even clients today who've been working and they'll say, I need to take money out, but here's why. And it's not like, we're going to judge you why you need it. It's your money. (laughs) Certainly we're rooting for you to improve your net worth, but that doesn't mean that 
again, I, I like how you said, Alexa, that it's a long game. So we're in it for the long game. And along the way, there's going to be step backs, both in market performance. And then of course, in your personal life, there are going to be things that you have to spend money on and it might set back that long-term goal temporarily. But again, we're always here to cheer you on and to make sure that you prioritize both short-term and long-term spending and what, what matters. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I will link in the show notes to Alexa to set an appointment to chat. It's always uh, complimentary just to talk to her about what it would look like working with her to run through your balance sheet and figure out what your net worth is and have a phone call with her. So thank you so much, Alexa, for taking the time today to chat with us and um, do look in the show notes to reach out to her as well as reading her blog on refinance. And thank you so much, Alexa. I really appreciate it. Yes, thanks. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.